please get your Bibles, pens, and pads, or your iPhones and your iPads um, to be ready to go into the word of the Lord. Amen. 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 We're not going to keep you long, uh, but we do want to just share with you what the Lord has given to us. And I don't know how many times I, I, I can say it. I, I am so glad that God saved me. I'm glad I'm saved. I'm, I'm glad that I have a mind to stay in the word of God. I'm so glad. I am so, so glad. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. Thank you. He's a keeper. He's a keeper. He's a keeper. He's a keeper. He really is. He is truly like what the word says. He's a friend that stick it closer than a brother. Amen? Amen. I'm telling you, I'm talking about in the midnight hour when you can't call anybody. Amen. I'm, I'm talking about, <laughs> man, I'm talking about when you can't get to a telephone. Come on, come on, Jesus Christ is there. Right. He's awesome. He's, he's just awesome. Amen? Amen. Amen. We're going to um, get back into the word of the Lord. And today, if we're going to label SoundCloud, if you're going to label your journal, if you're keeping a journal, we're talking about God's mystery part four. And up under that, we're going to be talking about the third six. We're going to talk about the third six. And this will finish up the reference of Revelation um, 13th chapter, and today we're going to just read um, I think it's, wait a minute, I want to go back. I moved out some of my stuff. Yeah, Revelation 13, but today I'm going to read the whole chapter, and then we're going to just finish it up today concerning that. And I need you to understand something. These are revelations that the Lord gave to me um, so if you go to somebody else and say, hey, uh, guess what? what? What does 666 mean? They're going to tell you it's a chip that goes in underneath your skin. They're going to tell you that it is a um, credit card uh, that you're going to be able to use. But these are revelations that God gave me, and uh, I wrote them down. And um, at the appointed time, I waited until God told me I could share them. And so what, you, what you've heard so far from me came from the Holy Spirit. Amen. It came from years of study and information that he allowed me to find, and then he had to help me put it together, amen, amen. in an understandable way for me because that's the way I am. And so I'm sharing it with you in an understandable manner, amen. amen. And so we're going to go to Revelation the 13th chapter. And some people would say, why do we need to know about the third six if we're not going to be here? Well, let me say this. I like to be reminded of why I don't want to be here. Amen. I like to be reminded of why I'm striving to live this life. I, I like to be reminded of why I'm going to take every day and live for the Lord, stay under his word. God, help me to stay in a place of obedience to you. 
because I want to be reminded. Is that okay? Amen. So if, if for nothing else, let's just be reminded of why we don't want to be here. Amen? Amen. All right. So I'm going to read this. So just give me a minute. Uh, Revelation, the 13th chapter. And the word of God says, verse 1, it says, And I stood upon the sand of the sea and saw a beast rise up out of the sea, having seven heads and ten horns. And upon his horns ten crowns, and upon his head heads the name of blasphemy. And the beast which I saw was like unto a leopard, and his feet were as the feet of a bear, and his mouth as the mouth of a lion. And the dragon gave him his power and his seat and great authority. Okay, so if you wanted to write this down, you could put the beast is the Antichrist, the dragon is the devil. So the beast that they saw that, that um, rose up out of the sea, okay, that is rising up, up out of the Mediterranean Sea over in um, near Europe and those countries over there. Amen? Okay. This is why they're having the war in Europe. Well, they don't know this, but they're basically paving the way to um, allow the Antichrist to come on the scene. Amen? They're being pawns in the hand of the devil. Amen? Amen. And so the beast in verse 2, which I saw, which is, okay, and the Antichrist, which I saw, was like unto a leopard, and his feet was like the feet of a bear, and his mouth as the mouth of a lion, and the dragon gave him his power, or the devil gave him his power and his seat and great authority. And I saw one of the heads, and these, these ten crowns and mountains, these represents uh, authoritative uh, people, people in position, uh, countries that are going to be up under the Antichrist. Amen? Okay. And it says, And I saw one of his heads as it were wounded to death, and his deadly wound was healed, and all the world wondered after the beast. And they worshipped the devil, which gave power unto the Antichrist. And they worshipped the Antichrist, saying, Who is like unto the Antichrist? Who is able to make war with him? And there was given unto him, the Antichrist, a mouth speaking great things and blasphemies, and powers was given unto him to continue 40 and two months. Okay, what's going to happen is, and we're going to show you in Scripture when he rises up. Okay, today we're going to show you in Scripture. But basically, his rule is supposed to be for seven years. He's going to sign a peace treaty with Israel for seven years, but it's only going to last three and a half years. And right in the middle of the peace treaty, he's going to break it. And that's when he's going to proclaim himself as God. He's going to want to sit in the temple, uh, which they have not even finished building yet or even started on it. These are things to come. Okay, but it'll be three and a half years, and he's going to break that treaty with Israel. And then he's going to show himself for who he really is. Amen? Amen. And so he opened his mouth in blaspheming against God to blaspheme his name and his tabernacle and them that dwell in heaven. And, we, and it was given unto him to make war with the saints. Now, when you see this word saints in Revelation, it is talking about the tribulation saints. Okay? If you miss the rapture, if you don't hear the trumpet blow, then you will be considered as one that is left behind. If you're not in the change, Okay, you know, we read it at the funerals. 
in the moment of a twinkling of an eye, uh, a change is going to take place. And this uh, um, immortality is going to put on, I mean, this model is going to put on immortality. And this corruption is going to put on incorruption. We read it all the time at a funeral. But what it's really talking about is the change that will take place in God's people, the Christian or the believer, at the time when that last trumpet blows. Amen? Amen. But if you are left behind, then you will be considered as one that was left behind and a tribulation, tribulation saint. Can we go on? So he, it was given to him to make war with the saints and to overcome them, and power was given him over all, watch this, over all kindreds, tongues, and nations. And all, listen at this, and all that dwell upon the earth shall worship him whose names are not written in the book of life of the Lamb slain from the foundation of the world. Do you see that? So I'm just, let's just give an example. Let's say you are a lukewarm Christian. You're only coming to this place here for activities and you want to do stuff. You don't want the word. That's all you're coming here for. You're not, you're not studying the word. You don't care about that. Oh, I'll be glad when that's over. You know, and so you just, you kind of living your life and you're just doing stuff and yeah, yeah, you know. Okay, so that's considered as lukewarm. Okay, then you have your backslider. Well, what is a backslider? I was saved, but I, I couldn't take it no more, and I went back in the world. Okay? I, I, just, I just couldn't handle this anymore. So I went on back in the world. That's where I feel more comfortable. Okay? So that means you have to get saved during the tribulation. Okay? I need you to understand something. Salvation during the tribulation period will not be like it is now, even though we got all the chaos in the world. Please hear me. All this chaos in the world, this is nothing compared to what's going to come. Okay? Again, this just reminds me of why I want to stay safe. This just, I'm sorry, it just reminds me of why I want to stay with the Lord. This reminds me why I want to stay in obedience. Everybody else can do what they want to do. But I need to stay in obedience because I'm not going to be able to. I, let me just go and be frank with you. I choose not to handle what's coming. Amen. I just, I'm not. I'm not going to be running. I'm not going to be hiding. I'm not going to be starving. I'm not going to, you know, I'm just not. Amen. I'm just not. So there will be, but there will be those that will get saved during the tribulation, but it will cost them their lives. When Jesus has already paid now, this is why the Bible says we're under grace now. Yes. See, grace, you know, everybody got this good old saying, oh, this is grace going to last forever. No, because we read to you in the Bible, and we'll go back over it today, where there's an angel coming that will stand with his foot on the sea and his feet on the land, and he's going to decree and declare time will be no longer. There will be no more delays in God's plans for setting up Christ's millennium kingdom. Which means, and those of you who have been here for a while, you understand when I say this, that means the train won't be slowed down anymore. Everything will pick up speed and keep going. And I'm thinking to myself, these people doing everything now, they big enough and bad enough to do. And you, and you mean to tell me you want to be here when, when, when the church is taking off the earth? 
no, thank you. You can have it. I don't know what kind of people, people crazy. Oh, it's going to be a big party. Well, what kind of party is that going to be? I don't know what kind of party you're going to have. So there will be people that get saved. And so what, what they're saying is, if you don't get saved during the tribulation and you're left behind, if your name is not written in that Lamb's Book of Life, how does my name get written in the Lamb's Book of Life? Well, past, present, and future, the way your name is written in the Lamb's Book of Life, you accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. You ought to do it now. Why you got to wait till a time of running scared and there will be no place that you can hide because I have learned myself. They have tracking systems everywhere. And let me tell you how I know, because I made some orders through Walmart, okay? You know, trying to keep up with my busy schedule. And so, you know, and it asks you a question, it says, do you want them to track where you are, you know, your location? Because basically I was going to pick up something. So basically I made a mistake and hit that one. Do you know from the time I left my house till I got to Walmart, they knew where I was. Yes. They knew when I pulled up in the parking lot. Yes. I said, what? Yeah. And they knew, and so I said, Lord, just as soon as I get home and get quiet, I'm getting this junk. I'm gonna start the app all over and get this off of here. No, do not track me. I know my way to Walmart. Amen. <laughs> and I'm gonna tell you something else my TV did. Freaked me out. I left the TV on in the bedroom, and I was watching it while I was cleaning up, you know, because I like to watch, you know, the news or whatever, you know, just watching stuff. So then I left it on, and I stepped out of the bedroom and went down to the kitchen, and I had the TV on in the kitchen. So I was gone quite a while, because now I done got my mind on cleaning the kitchen, and I'm getting this out the pots in the pan. So when I stepped back in the bedroom, it had to be at least, at least an hour. You know what my TV told me? Uh, hey, is anybody still watching the TV? I say, what? It appears that nobody is watching the TV. I cut that junk. I said, oh, you looking at me in my bed? I said, oh, Jesus. Hallelujah. I'm serious. This is what it wrote. It had up there in big letters. It appears nobody, hey, are you still there? It appears nobody is watching TV. I said, excuse me. So now, you know what I, <laughs> I turned that thing off. I said, okay, we won't be talking. I don't think you're going to hear me doing praying up in here in the bedroom. I said, oh, my Lord. So there is no such thing. Well, I'm just going to hide and I'll wait it out. No, baby. They got this tracking. The tracking system, I believe, has been in place for a long time. Long, long, long time. Everything that's going to be set up for that time, it is being either set up or it's set up and they're working it out. No, I'm not going to live like that. What do you say, Lord? Can we go on? Again, I just want to share. I, I just, I like it because it keeps me reminded. Hello? 
So it says in the 8th verse, And all that dwell upon the earth shall worship him whose names are not written in the book of life of the Lamb slain from the foundation of the world. Somebody say, you need to accept Jesus. You need to accept Jesus. And you need to do it quickly. So you need to make up your mind. You really don't need to wait till then. Oh, here it is. Okay, wait a minute. They wrote it in here for us. Verse 9. If anyone have ears, let them what? Hear. Let them what? Hear. Mm. Verse 10. He that lead it into captivity should go into captivity. He that kill it with the sword must be killed with the sword. Basically, if you fight back, they're going to fight you. Amen? Okay. Um, must be killed with the sword. Here's the patience and the faith of the saints. Well, who, what saints are these? The tribulation saints. Amen. All right. 11 verse. And I beheld another beast coming up out of the earth. And he had two horns like a lamb, and he spake as a dragon. Now, right there, if you want to write this out, you can. This is the false prophet. Okay. So when in Revelation 13, when it speaks of 666, the first six, it is talking about the Antichrist, which is a man. The second six is the spirit of the devil. And the third six is the false prophet, which is another man. Okay? So he says, and I beheld another beast coming up out of the earth, the false prophet, and he had two horns like a lamb, and he spake as a dragon. And he exercised all the power of the first beast before him and caused the earth and them which dwell therein to worship the first beast, the Antichrist, whose deadly wound was healed. So they're going to be doing false miracles, uh, miracles of deception in front of the people. And because they're not saved, see, there's something about being saved. When you are saved and you receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior and the blood is over your life and the Holy Spirit is working in your life, your eyes are open. There's something about being saved, your eyes are open. When you're not saved, you're still blinded. You're still living behind a veil over your eyes, and you cannot see. Okay? So they're not going to be able to see that these are devilish miracles, signs, and wonders. Amen? 13 verse, and he doeth great wonders so that he maketh fire come down from heaven on the earth in the sight of man. This is the false prophet. And deceiveth them that dwell on the earth by the means of those miracles which he had power to do in the sight of the Antichrist. Saying to them that dwell on the earth that they should make an image. You know that's wrong right there. Amen. That This is what's the sin of Israel. All their idols. You know you can make yourself an idol. Amen. Hello? Amen. Mm -hmm. You know your thought. Oh. You know we, we taught a message one time. Do you know that... It's not just images and statues that are idols, but did you understand your thinking can become an idol? Because you're unteachable. You don't have a teachable spirit. It's either my way or the highway. Oh, I'm preaching real good. I said, I'm preaching real good. It's either my way or the highway. It's God's way. He says he makes an image to the beast. He makes an image to the beast, an image of the beast of the Antichrist, which had the wound by a sword and did live. And he had power to give life unto the image of the beast. Did you hear this? Amen. That the image of the beast should both speak 
and cause that as many as would not worship the image of the Antichrist should be killed. So they're actually going, he's going, the false prophet going to have the power to make a stone image come to life. And my daughter, Elder Courtney, reminded me of something. It's called a hologram where they can, you know, um, they can take images of people and they're literally standing there on the hologram and they're talking and they're doing things, you know. So I'm telling you, this stuff is our, most of it is set up. All right, Revelation 13, 16, and he calls it all. Somebody say everybody. everybody. Both small and great. Rich and poor. Free and bond to receive a mark in their right hand or in their foreheads. Now, now, when, 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 when the world has gotten so bad and the covenant that God has made with the earth, listen to me. You know, God made a covenant with the earth with Noah. As long as the earth remained, there will be seed time, harvest time, Cold, heat, summer, winter, remember? But during this time, it doesn't matter if you have money. Because what they're working on, and I know you've heard this already, they're working on a one world currency. Okay? Where everybody's money is put into the same pot and you pull from that. You no longer own your bank accounts. Yeah, shakata. Yeah, well, I'm gonna spin it. I'm, I'm to my mind now. And whatever the church need, I'm gonna write it. Ain't leaving nothing. <laughs> because they're gonna take. I'm serious. They've already tried this in other countries in Europe. Because, but because things are gonna be so bad. This one man is going to come on the scene and say, oh, we, we need to pull our resources together and everybody live off the same resources. So if you're rich, poor, it's all going into one big pot. Hmm. Hmm. Somebody say, hmm. <laughs> it's right. Remember a long time ago we used to say, if you got a house, what do we say? Because it doesn't require what? Any currency if it's already paid off. Ooh. See, they after the money. Mm. What do we say? If you got a car, just say you can get another one. We weren't telling you you couldn't get another house. You couldn't get a bigger house. Go for it. But I'm just saying, if you have a house that you're buying and it's yours, you need to sit your sit down down. Amen. Sit down. Mm. <laughs> anyway, okay. 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 You got preachers I would have never thought would have said, we living in the last days. And I'm thinking to myself, we've been in the last days. <laughs> you all know that. Amen. The last days began when Jesus Christ came on the scene. Amen. That's 2,022 years. Last days, amen? amen? Can we go further? Are you all right? Amen. Is it boring? No. 
Because if it gets boring, let me know and we're going to go home. Okay? So in the 16th verse, I'm going to say it again. And he calls it all. Somebody say all. all. Both small and great, rich and poor, free and bond to receive a mark in their right hand or in their foreheads. And that no man might buy or sell, save he that had the mark or the name of the beast or the number of his name. Here is wisdom. Let him that hath understanding count the number of the beast, for it is the number of a man. And we explain that to you. What does that mean? It's a number of a man. Is God picking on men, mankind? No. This is the number of a man or a woman without the word of God, without Christ in their life. That's what the devil, Antichrist, and the false prophet represent. They represent, praise God, flesh. Flesh without sense and reasoning of the Holy Ghost. It's the number of a man. It's flesh. It's the number that stops short of when God breathed into the nostrils of mankind. What does the Bible say? And God created man from the dust of the earth. Okay? At that point right there, Adam was just mere flesh. But then the Bible said God took another step and he breathed heavenly breath into man's nostrils and then he became a living soul. So man was a piece of heaven and a piece of the earth all together. Then sin came and caused man's will to stand up against God. And the only way that will can be brought under control, we got to give it back to God. So every unsaved person if you haven't accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, your problem is your will. Amen. It's your will. It's, it, it's not even the devil. He playing on you. It's you that won't say, you know what, I need Jesus. You know what, I'm not, oh Lord, I thank you, Holy Spirit, I hear you. We got too many people who are afraid to serve the Lord because you think you're going to miss something on the dance floor. You think you're going to miss something in the drug world. You, you think you're going to miss something laying up fornicating. That's what it's fear. You're afraid to give up your sin for a season to have Jesus. Well, When Jesus is... A hundred percent better. Amen. 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 Shine for me, Anna. Shine for me. Go ahead. Go ahead. Shine for me. Yes, Lord. Revelation 13, 18. Here is wisdom. Let him that hath understanding count the number of the beast, for it is the number of a man, a man without the word of God, a man without the Holy Spirit. It is a woman without the Holy Spirit, a woman without the word of God. And his number is six hundred, three score, and six. Somebody say six, 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 six. So guess what? During that time, if you are left behind, after the change has taken place, I really like that word change because God has got me doing an in-depth study on materials that he gave me way back concerning the rapture. And so he showed me something. He says, Thessalonians says, 
and a change going to take place. I said, ooh, it's, it does, it does. He said, so if they don't like the word rapture, let them know they better be in the change. Well. And it's not just for funerals. It's, it's not. We read it at a funeral, but it's really when the trumpet blows. Everybody's going to have to make the change. Amen. This will not enter the kingdom of God. Hello! This will not. So while you're in love with it, yeah, I'm going to take a bath. I'm going to make sure I look nice. I smell nice. I'm going to keep myself. But I'm not in love with my flesh. Because Paul said, there's no good thing in my flesh. I need Jesus. I need Jesus to help me because my flesh is full of sin and it's going to always cause me to sin. If I follow the appetites of my flesh, it's going to take me down further and further until I am destroyed. Yes, I No, 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 I see you. I see you. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Go to um, Genesis. I'm going to give you scripture. Amen. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm, we got it. Jesus got it. Say, Jesus got it. Jesus got it. Genesis chapter 6, please. You need a Bible in here. You need an iPad with the Bible on it in here. You need a, your phone with the Bible on it in here. I want to read something. Genesis 6 and 3, please. Amen. I want to show you something in the word of God uh, that the Lord showed me. Genesis 6 and 3. And it says, and the Lord said. Somebody say, and the Lord said. And the Lord said. My spirit shall not always strive with mankind. Is that in your Bible? Amen. Okay, I need you to understand something. Yes, we're under grace now. Yes, we're under grace, but do you know there comes a time when God says, I got to just step back because it's what you want. I'm not, you do, do you understand this morning, God is not going to force anybody to serve him. So if you're trying to force people to serve the Lord, you're out of order. Uh-oh, didn't like that. How many times have I come to your house and knocked on the door and said, you better get saved. Oh, you know you better get saved. Oh, you better get How many times I have knocked on your door? You better get saved. Oh, no. I have not. I'm going to share. I'm going to live it in hopes. Amen. If you ask me a question, I'm going to say, if I were you, I would really do what the Bible says. I wouldn't do that because the Bible says don't do that. But I'm not, you, the Bible says Jesus doesn't even force us to be saved. Amen. Look at your neighbor and say, we got to make a choice. We have to make a choice. And the Lord said, my spirit shall not always strive with man, for that he also is flesh. Yet his days shall be 120 years. Now, there's nowhere in Scripture where God changed this. So when you read over in Psalms 90 or 91 where it says, and the days shall be 70 or 80 by reason of strength, you know, and all of that. No, God gave us 120 years. Amen. He, he's given us 120. It's up to us if we want it. 
Now, if you, if you leave here at 80, you haven't sinned. If you leave here at 70, you haven't sinned, but God has put out in the earth. How many of us know that the word of God says that his word will not return to him void? Isaiah, he says, my word will not return to me void, but it will accomplish that which I please, and it will prosper in the thing whereunto I sent it. So the 120 years is still good. Hello. But my goodness, if you're going to stay here that long, please do something with your life. Don't stay here and be a burden. Don't stay here and and just be a sinner. Don't stay here and worry folks have the life. Do something with your life. Make it count for Jesus Christ. Now, I want to show you something the Holy Ghost showed me. Do you see where it says, for that he also is flesh? Is that in your Bible, Genesis 6 and 3? The Lord says, for that he also is flesh. Also means there's another part to mankind. Mankind is also a spirit being with the Holy Spirit of Christ in our spirit to guide us unto all truth. So what God was saying was, okay, yeah, you might be flesh mankind, but there's another part to you. There's another part to you. And I, when I looked at it, I said, oh, my God, that's awesome. He says, that's why I said it. I told him to write it like that. For that he also, for that he also is flesh. Well, what does also mean? That means you another, there's another part to you. Say, I am a spirit. I, am a spirit. I, have, a soul. I have a soul. And I live in a body. Say it again. Say, I am a spirit. I need you to understand something. Every one of us sitting up in here, we have God's breath of life in us whether you be sinner or saint. And just because you are a sinner and you have the breath of life in you, I can show you back in Noah's day where the Bible says all the sinners that had the breath of life of God in them, they died. So don't take it for granted. He says, for that he also is flesh. First, you are not just flesh. You are a spirit being. The Bible says God created us in his image and in his likeness. You and I are a spirit being. And this is why at funerals, you don't jump off in the casket, grieve, but you don't grieve too long. You don't do those things. Why? Because as a spirit being, you're going to live eternally somewhere. See, we, we keep all this at the funeral when it's for living right now. So you're a spirit being. You're created in the image of God. Uh, uh, <laughs> but you're going to live somewhere forever. Now, here's the thing. You're either going to live with the Lord forever or you're going to live separated from him. Now, let me tell you the term where hell came from. The word hell means totally separated from God. That's what hell is. Now, you might not believe it, but hell is really totally separated from God. So that's why when you meet people out here in the world and they look toe down, woe down, messed up, it's because they in hell. They in hell right now. Because ah! they separated from God. Ooh, I got to get some nerve pills. Ooh, child, I just need a smoke. Ooh, child, I just need to go see the psychiatrist. Ooh, child, I just need, I just need, I just... Hell, H-E-L-L. That's hell. 
The, the definition of hell is to be totally separated from God. That's hell. So if you don't accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, and notice we said Lord. Lord means he's in control. It means that book there, that Bible is in control. And it's not hard. It's not. What is it? What is, sex that good? Uh, I better pray for me. Uh, what I mean is, okay, wait a minute. What I'm trying to say is this. You mean to tell me drugs, sex, um, theft, lying, cussing, stealing is better than being saved? He didn't make it for what man is using it for now. Amen. God made drugs. God made alcohol. Did you know there was a time when animals didn't kill people? Sin has destroyed it everything. Sin has destroyed it everything. That's what, that's what it's done. So, so now, you're here today, and it's not by coincidence that you're sitting in this house on today, and God told me to preach this sermon today. So we got to make a decision. Are you going to spend eternity or the rest of your life separated from the Lord, or are you going to go ahead on and make up in your mind, I need Jesus now? Amen. 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 Now, I'm going to give you a heads up. There will be no nuclear war right now. But here's what came to my mind when, when Elder Courtney shared that with me, that New York posted to their people, go ahead on and start preparing your cellars and, and things for a nuclear war. Get ready. This is what came to me. We better make sure we're saved. Amen. Amen. Because Paul said, whether I'm in the body or out of the body, I want to spend it with Jesus. Oh, yeah, we didn't come down to the wire. You either going to be like the three Hebrew boys or not. For God I live, for God I live. Oh, king, even if you put us in the fire, we're going to serve God. Oh, they're so scary. You could, you could feel them. Oh, Lord, it's a nuclear war might come. Okay, okay. Oh, pastor, stop it. You know you don't want to die. I sure don't. But I'm not going to. What you going to do? I tell you what you need to do. You need to choose Jesus for your soul, for your eternal soul. Your soul is eternal. There's a reason why the Lord said this was an end time ministry. Y'all remember that, don't you? You do remember that, don't you? There's a reason. 
and we're in the end time. Thank you, Jesus. He says, for that, <laughs> you're also flesh. Also means there's another part to mankind. Mankind is also a spirit being with the Holy Spirit of Christ. Okay, the Holy Spirit comes after you accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. He gets in close to your life, amen? amen. And then he gets in close to your life, and then he wants you to continue to walk with him until he fills you and you're endued with the power from on high, amen? amen. So we're a spirit being with the Holy Spirit of Christ in our spirit to guide us into all truth. Sin placed our will against the voice of God's Holy Spirit. But salvation, somebody say, but salvation. But salvation. Mm -hmm. But salvation by the blood of Jesus Christ puts us back in fellowship with God's Holy Spirit. But we must obey his voice, his leading by his word. This is what happened in Genesis 6, 1 through 12, and in Matthew 24, 1 through 8, and in Revelation 6, 1 through 17. You say, okay, you know, you can go back and read all of these. You can go back and read Genesis chapter 6, 1 through 12, Matthew 24, 1 through 8, Revelation chapter 6, 1 through 17, okay? Because this is what happened in all these chapters, okay? They failed to be led by the word of God. They failed to hear the heeding of the Holy Spirit of Christ. They wanted to live a godless life. They wanted a godless society, and that's what they got. Amen? So, we find the first six in Genesis 6, 1 through 12. We find the second six in Matthew 24, 1 through 8. And lo and behold, God showed me where the third six was. Revelation Chapter 6, 1 through 17. I said, Lord. Somebody say 6. 6. 6. Go back and read them. And we're fixing to get into Revelation chapter 6 in a minute. That's what they, that's what they stand for. 6, 6, 6. The people live without the voice of God, without his word. Now, let's look at this, the third 6. So the third six is found in Revelation chapter six. And the third six is for the Jewish nation because of their rejection of the Messiah when he presented himself to them. Okay? You remember when Jesus walked the earth, right? And he came to the Jewish people first, remember? And they rejected him. Go to Matthew 23. That's like some of us are doing. We're rejecting Jesus. We're rejecting the word. Or we swear up and down, I haven't lived yet. That's not living, honey. You come home sloppy drunk, that's not living. You come home and you done fornicated all night, that's not living. What are you talking about? You haven't lived. Come on, y'all. You smell like uh, beer, wine, and what? I mean, that's not living. That's, I'm sorry, that's not living. It's, it's, a, um, it's a facade of the enemy. He's, try, he's trying to trap you. Okay. All right. All right. All right, Matthew 23. Okay. And let's go to the 37th verse, please. 
And actually, I want to start reading 37, okay? Matthew 23, 37, and it says, O Jerusalem, Jerusalem, thou that killest the prophets and stonest them which are sent unto thee. How often would I have gathered thy children together? Look at your neighbor. So that's what God is trying to do today. So he's trying to gather you under his wings. I'm telling you, this is what he's trying to do. He, he says, I would have gathered thy children together even as a hen gathered her chickens under her wings, and you would not. Behold, your house is left unto you desolate. This is what he told Israel. He says, for I say unto you, you shall not see me henceforth, till you shall say, blessed is he that cometh in the name of the Lord. So what's going to happen is, because they missed the truth, the false is going to come, and Israel's going to choose the false. You need to understand that. This is why the Antichrist is going to be able to come, because they rejected truth. So anytime you reject truth, guess what shows up at the door? A lie. A lie. It here, I, don't, I don't want that truth. I don't know what Pastor Antichrist. I'm giving you the word. I'm giving you the word. Okay, go to Luke. And I'm giving you scriptures that the Lord told me to give. To give to us. Luke 13. Thank you, Jesus, for the word. Okay, Luke 13. Verse 35. And he tells them. He says, Behold, your house is left unto you desolate. And verily I say unto you, you shall not see me until the time come when you shall see, say, blessed is he that cometh in the name of the Lord. Now, what does he mean that the house of Israel was left desolate? I'm going to tell you what he means. They are left without a sacrifice. They are left without the Holy Spirit in them. They are left without that salvation where the Lord tells them over in the book of Jeremiah, I'm going to sprinkle clean water upon you and cleanse you from all your sin. Because you see, as long as they don't accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, they are still in their sin. And God makes that clear. And it's for any one of us. See, that's the other thing you don't understand. You're walking around here like a big man and a big woman. But in the eyesight of God, because you have not accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, your sin is still upon you. Amen. This is what he told Israel. You think you're better than Israel? And he said, Israel is my, is my son. My chosen, my firstborn. So what makes us think we're going to get away? And that's in the Bible. Amen. I'm going to go there, but that's in the Bible. What Paul wrote, he says, uh, watch yourselves, Gentiles that have gotten saved. Don't get beside yourself, because just like Israel, you can be rejected. Amen. Oh, it's in the word. It's in the word. Oh, I, I got it all together. I know what I'm doing. No, you don't. You need Jesus Christ and his blood for the remission of our sin. Sin is an enemy. Sin is your enemy. Sin is my enemy. But Jesus Christ came and took care of sin. Amen. So we wouldn't be enemies of God anymore. He doesn't want you to be an enemy. And I, yes, he 
Ora si come e se era sa. Is Elijah he over hold ya? He say I'm here, here, I'm here. I see you, Anna. I sat He calling it in, Anna. Here in the ocean. Come on, come on. Ora, ora. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Excuse me, I had to have a prayer moment. It is the time that Christ will take out of Israel. The third six, that's what we're talking about. This is what it's all about. It is the time that Christ will take out of Israel a remnant for himself. Okay, I don't know if you all study or follow with the Jewish nation and um, things that go on with them, uh, but the, you hear a lot of people say, a lot of ministers say, and all Israel shall be saved. Well, they're not talking about all Israel. There is a remnant that is going to be saved. And it's in Revelation. If you go back and read, and we, I'll let you glance at it, it says, and out of the tribe of Judah, he took 12,000. And out of the tribe of Isha, Isha he took 12,000. He's going to get a remnant, just like he's going to get a remnant out the Gentile race. Amen. It's a remnant. Every, everybody talking about they going. They ain't going. Better stop playing. It's a remnant. And that remnant is holding to the name of Jesus Christ. That remnant is holding to the word of God. That remnant is holding to obedience to God. That even in persecution. Even when I lose stuff. They say I will. See, what you don't understand is the persecution that, that they suffered back in the Old Testament that might not be our persecution today, but we are being persecuted Amen. as the children of God. Amen. This is not a cornbread, honey, and milk way. So if you're timid and you can't stand nothing, Oh, they ain't gonna, they're not going to tell you, you're going to get a car, you're going to get a car, you're going to get a house, you're going to get a husband, you're going to get a, well, what? <clears throat> we are being persecuted. In some way or another. And like I, I try to share, share, I got to use that word, like I try to share with my children. You're going to have to learn to let Jesus take you through the prosecution, but yet there's prosecution. You're going to have to walk through the storm, through the storm, through the storm with Jesus. Amen. There's no other way to do it because there will be storms. But guess what? The storm co comes like I told, I, t I shared, I shared with myself. I said, the storm come, comes because you are winning. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. If you were not winning, there would be no storm. If you weren't living for Christ, there would be no storm. No Why? Because the devil already got you. So gird up the loins of your mind. Prepare your feet, show on your feet with the gospel, with the preparation of the gospel. Put on the helmet of salvation.
salvation. Put on the breastplate of righteousness. Get the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Put up the shield of faith. And be prepared to win. The defense is down. You're def if you don't mind me sharing, what's happening is, okay, you're already carrying something that you're dealing with. And see, what people, I tell people when they come in here, take it easy in, you know, doing this and do take it easy until you get your defense built up. You say, well, what is my defense? Not that everything is straight with your body, but everything is straight. Prayer life got to be strong. Word got to be in you strong. I got infirmity. And the devil keep knocking me down. But I keep getting up because I'm strong. You got to build. And see, I wasn't going to say, I said, well, Lord, you know how people treat me. You know, but I'm, I'm just going to share. The defense is down. And if you don't watch it, if you don't get those areas, come on, get them up, get them up, get them up. Eat, 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 eat. You say, well, eat the word, eat the word, eat the word, eat the word. Pray, 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 pray. You don't have time for other little, uh, uh Pray, 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 pray. Eat the word, eat the word, eat the word. You come in here, eat the word, eat the word, eat the word. I'm giving you the scripture. It ain't just me. You ain't listening to a woman. You listen to the word of God. Eat the word, get strong, get, what, what you building up? Your spirit man. Your spirit man. Everything in your body doesn't have to line up. But everything spiritual does. Amen. Or that devil going to keep. <clears throat> Why? Because he doesn't want you to do anything. It's not people. It is the enemy attacking anybody who comes and says, I want to do for the Lord. I want to do for the Lord. I want to do for the Lord. So I tell people, I said, take it easy. With a, mm, take it easy till you build yourself up. Because he coming. He coming. Not because I say so. The word says so. Many afflictions are the righteous, but the Lord delivers them out of all. But you got to trust in the word of God. You got to trust in prayer. You got to trust that God loves you. You got to trust God will uphold you. Because the higher you go, the more you want to do. And the higher you go, he going to try to kill you. And I'm praying, and I'm covering you. I'm, I mean, seriously, I'm being serious, baby. And I'm praying. And the Lord said, you got to tell him. He got, what I tell people when they come in this ministry, oh, I want to do. I, I said, okay, now, once you start, you're going to have a, a target on your back. Get in the praise team. Why, why we got to do our, uh, uh, don't want it to go forward. And if we're not careful, we lose our lives. And I mean really our natural lives. And then people say, oh, they were a good person. What happened? No to end. You're not allowing yourself time to grow and get strong. You're not allowing yourself time. And see, quite the contrary. 
You think I can't see? I can see. Because God allows me to see. That men's meeting really needs to wait a minute. Y'all don't understand. Pastor just trying to hold us back. She don't, baby, if I wasn't a good pastor, I'd let you run head on. I, I mean, go ahead. Because I'm still going to come in here with the word of God and say, all right, babies, let's get the Bible open. Anybody come in that office and say, I want to do, I want to do. I say, all right, baby, how is your spiritual life? Are you built up? How much of the word have you eaten? How much of the word? How much, what, what is your prayer life really like? Oh, Jesus. What doors do you have open? What unforgiveness is there? Any little thing that the devil can latch on to, he's going to do it. Minister Led, even, you know, sweeping the floor. Mm-hmm. Even trying to help keep the house of the Lord beautified, clean. Mm-hmm. And you would think, because I always, that's what I do when I lay in the bed and I'm crying. I said, Lord, I'm trying to bring the word. I'm not a heathen woman. Why am I getting hit? So, and he says, it's the word. It's your life for me. Yes, yes it is. That's why he always says, count up the cost. And what did the Bible say? What did he say? He said, there's nobody that has left houses, land, mother, father, sister, or brother that don't receive it back a hundredfold with persecution. With persecution. You get the blessing. He's shining for me, Anna. Keep shining. But if I was just one of them pastors, I'm saying, baby, they let you do anything. They don't tell you nothing. And folk be having habit. They be going crazy. What's happening? What's that? And they don't care. They don't care about you. So I'm just giving you the word that God gave me in love. I'm just, I'm, I'm just sharing. I'm just sharing. I spent years behind the mountain. Did you, you, did you hear what I said? Amen. I spent years before I got to start ministering. Didn't even know I was headed into ministry. But I spent years behind the mountain. You said, what does that mean, behind the mountain? Time with Jesus. Time with Jesus. And now, I'm glad I did. And I'm praying for you because we need you. I'm covering you and I'm saying, Lord, please give him a teachable spirit. Give him a listening ear. Give him a listening ear because we need you.
So he told Israel, he said, okay, you don't want me. You've rejected me all these years. So now when you see me again, it won't be until you're ready to say, blessed is he that comes in the name of the Lord. The third six, it is the time that Christ will take out of Israel a remnant for himself. And the Lord will take out during the tribulation period Gentiles from every nation, tribe, people, and tongues when they begin to trust in him. Okay? Go to Revelation chapter 7. Revelation chapter 7. Revelation chapter 7. All right, I'm going to read verses 1 through 14, please. And it says, And after these things I saw four angels standing on the four corners of the earth, holding the four winds of the earth, that the wind should not blow on the earth, nor on the sea, nor on any tree. And I saw another angel ascending from the east, having the seal of the living God. And he cried with a loud voice to the four angels to whom it was given to hurt the earth and the sea, saying, hurt not the earth, neither the sea, nor the trees, till we have sealed the servants of our God in their foreheads. Okay? Now, these are the tribes of Israel. If you read verses 4, 5, 6, 7, and 8, you'll see where he took out of each one of them 12,000. Okay? All right. Drop, go to verse 9. So say this with me. Say, uh, a remnant... Of Israel, of Israel shall be saved. Shall be saved. Say a remnant, a remnant of the Gentiles, of the Gentiles shall, be shall be saved. And that remnant is not because God chose them. It's because they, they're going to say yes to the Lord. So you won't be thinking that. Amen. Verse 9. He says, after this I beheld and lo a great multitude which no man could number of all nations and kindreds and people and tongues stood before the throne and before the Lamb clothed with white robes and palms in their hands and cried with a loud voice saying, Salvation to our God which sitteth upon the throne and unto the Lamb. Mm. And all the angels stood round about the throne and about the elders and the four beasts and fell before the throne on their faces and worshiped God. Now these beasts are the heavenly cherubims of God. Amen. This is not the Antichrist. Amen. <clears throat> Saying amen, blessing and glory, wisdom and thanksgiving and honor and power and might be unto our God forever and ever. Amen. And one of the elders answered, saying unto me, What are these which are arrayed in white robes, and whence came they? And John said, the apostle John said, And I said unto him, Sir, thou knowest. And he said to me, These are they which came out of great tribulation, and have washed their robes, and made them white in the blood of the Lamb. Somebody said, These are the tribulation saints these are the tribulation. that are going to get saved. During the tribulation. tribulation. Said, so this, this is not me. I'm supposed to be saved now. And my robe washed, washed in the blood of the Lamb, of the lamb. now. now. Right. See, I'm waiting on the trumpet. Okay, these are the unsaved Gentiles who missed the rapture. 
and all the ungodly and all unbelievers. <clears throat> That's who's going to be in the third six. <clears throat> in God's son, Jesus Christ. Okay, all ungodly and all unbelievers in God's son, Jesus Christ, will be in the third six. Okay, it is the time of God's judgment upon a sinful world. The time of the opening of the seven seal scroll by Jesus Christ. The time when the Lord will seal the Jewish remnant. And the third six begins with the rapture of the body of Christ. And Jesus Christ opening the first seal. Okay. Okay. Let's, um, <clears throat> let's go there. Okay. All right. What you're going to find out in Revelation is that after chapters 3, chapters 4, chapters 5, the church is never mentioned as being on the earth anymore. That's what you're going to see. You won't see the church anymore. You won't hear that word anymore. What you're going to hear is uh, the tribulation saints, the unsaved, the unbelievers, the backsliders. <clears throat> That's who you're going to be hearing about. Amen? Amen? It is believed that the church is now raptured, taken to heaven by the Lord uh, at the end of chapter 4 of Revelation. The tribulation is a seven-year period. Amen? All right, let's go to Revelation chapter 6. Let's just look at it. Amen. Okay. Now, say this with me. Say, before we go into Revelation chapter 6, the body of Christ, the, of Christ, the, believer, the believer, has gone through the change. Through the change. They've heard the trumpet blow. Heard the trumpet <clears throat> now begins <clears throat> the great tri the, the, the tribulation. The tribulation. All right. Revelation chapter 6, verse 1, and it says, And I saw when the Lamb opened one of the seals, and I heard as it were the noise of thunder, one of the four beasts saying, Come and see. And I saw, and behold, a white horse, and he that sat on him had a bow, and a crown was given unto him, and he went forth conquering and to conquer. Right there, when the first seal is broken by Jesus Christ himself, this white horse rider is the Antichrist. This is when he's going to be released. Church is gone. No mention of the church anymore. Only thing left on the earth now are the Jewish remnant that rejected Jesus Christ, all unbelievers, all unsaved, all left-behind people, all church-playing people. Well. And so the Antichrist is released. Verse 3. This is going to move pretty fast, and then we're going home. How about that? Oh. So this white horse rider is the Antichrist. He is the prince who is to come of Daniel's vision of the 70 weeks. He will confirm a covenant or peace treaty with Israel for seven years, but he will break that covenant in the middle of the seven years. He will promise the Jewish people the privilege to return to Palestine this is what Jesus meant when he said the house was left desolate. And rebuild the temple and reestablish their sacrificial form of worship and national existence. This begins the false Christ reign. All right? Look at Revelation 6, 3 and 4. Second seal. 
And when Jesus Christ had opened the second seal, I heard the second beast say, come and see. And there went out another horse that was red. And power was given to him that set thereon to take peace from the earth and that they should kill one another. And there was given unto him a great sword. Is that in your Bible? So you want to be here, huh? This is the second seal being broken. This one going to release war in the earth. And you would think, oh, we already got war and kill it. No, no, no. You have, there's nothing seen like this. The red horse rider has power to take peace from the earth and cause men to kill one another. There will be no peace on the earth until the return of the prince of peace. All right. Revelation 6 and 5 and 6. This is the third seal. And when he had opened the third seal, I heard the third beast say, these are all angelical beings of the Lord. Come and see. And I beheld and lo, a black horse. And he that sat on him had a pair of balances in his hand. And I heard a voice in the midst of the four beasts saying, a measure of wheat for a penny and three measures of barley for a penny. And see, thou hurt not the oil and the wine. Now you think prices are high now? You think they can't find baby formula now? Okay. This is the um, third seal being broken, and this is the black horse, and he signifies famine, okay? So what's going to happen is with mankind drafted for war and no one left to sow and harvest the crops, then famine will follow. So great will be the famine that it will take a day's wages to buy two pints of wheat. That's like two handfuls. A day's wages? We're almost through. No, I'm not going to be here either. It's a reminder. I have so many movies at home. <laughs> and my husband used to ask me, he said, why in the world are you watching left behind movies when you're not going to be here? And I would always look at him and say, it's a reminder Amen. of why I won't be here. Hallelujah. I'm going to keep myself refreshed so I will not. I'm not going to be here. No, I'm not going to get left behind. No. Revelation 6, 7 and 8. This is the fourth seal. Okay? And when he had opened the fourth seal, I heard the voice of the fourth beast say, Come and see. And I looked and beheld a pale horse, and his name that sat on him was death, and hell followed with him. And power was given unto them over the fourth part of the earth to kill with the sword, watch this, with hunger and with death and with the beast in the earth. No, no, no. Power was given unto them over the fourth part of the earth to kill with the sword, with hunger, with death, and the beast of the earth, and with pestilence. Hold it. Can I show you something? If you follow the trail from Genesis chapter 6 to Matthew 24 all the way to uh, Revelation chapter 6, this is the pattern that you're seeing from Genesis 6, and it increases. Matthew 24 and it increases. Revelation 6, and it increases. That's why every year it's getting like it's... Worse and worse. Worse and worse. Worse and worse. So it's traveled all the way from Genesis. The same rebellious, rejecting spirits of the word of God and Jesus Christ. 
because I want to do what I want to do. Now they got that vaccine now for monkeypox. They lining up around the corner, around the building, down the street, down the avenue, because we got to get the shot. So now they got to hurry and speed up and get a vaccine now, because they want it. COVID didn't go, the vaccine for COVID didn't go over well. This one is. They said we got more demand than supply. I know you do. It comes from skin contact. It comes from men having sex with men. And the first case been found in Alabama, Mobile. I don't know. Now y'all talking about getting married. Y'all better take y'all mates and go. Y'all better go to the doctor. Baby, what you got? What you got, baby? Who you been with, baby? All this laying around, flopping from man to man. Sit your hat, sit down, down. I'm being serious, baby. Baby, let's go. We can, we're going to the health center. Before we say I do and we do. That's why I used to always say, no, everything wasn't 100% whatever with me and my husband, but that was my husband, and I knew him. Amen. And I was staying with my husband. Amen. I wasn't going to go get nothing new and got to start all over again. That's a foolish person. I know you. Sit your sit down down. And today you don't know if you're marrying a woman or a man. You get home, you might be in for a surprise. Surprise! I gotta go home. I'm going, I'm going, I'm going. Oh my Lord. Oh my Lord! Oh my Lord! Oh my Lord! Cause now they taking medication, look just like a woman. Get their hair down the hill. I'm sorry, today is rated, amen. Lord, have mercy, help us. There's going to be so much killing. We, we're not seeing anything. 
I don't want to see no more. Amen. So much death. We, thought, we think we're seeing death. When, when, this, when this fourth seal is broken and death and hell is released, and I'm going to say it again, yes, Jesus Christ broke the seals. He's the only one that could do it. You know what, the, you know what these seals are? These are the judgments upon a sinful world and a sinful people and a people that have rejected Christ for all these years. This is what this is all about. God isn't just judging people. He says, I called you, and I've called, and I've called, and I've called. I've sent the preacher. I've sent the prophets. I've sent the teachers. I've sent the evangelists. I've sent the apostles. I've sent them to you day and night, rising up early. But you say, we will not hear. Let me finish this. Revelation chapter 6, verses 9 and 10. This is the fifth seal. And when he had opened the fifth seal, I saw under the altar the souls of them that were slain for the word of God and for their testimony, which they held. And they cried with a loud voice, saying, How long, O Lord, holy and true, does thou not judge and avenge our blood on them that dwell on the earth? There's your scripture right there. If you don't believe, you're going to live eternally somewhere. These were dead people that had died in Christ, but yet their soul was crying out. They so, their bodies was in the grave, but their soul was before the presence of God, and their soul was talking to Jesus, saying, how much longer do we wait for peace to come on the earth? So you go to hell, your soul going to be alive. Amen. Your soul is your mind, your will, your emotions. It is your imagination. Well. And everybody that has left this earth, if they left in Christ, they're not dead. They are consciously awoke before God. And if they died and went to hell, they are consciously in hell. Because what is hell? That's, come on with it. What is it? That's hell. They can still think. They can remember everything. They can even remember from the time you close your eyes what happened on earth. That's how alive you, you will be. And you'll never die. <laughs> oh my, no, I will not. Oh, I'm almost through. I'm almost through. I'm almost through. I'm almost through. So this is the fifth seal. This is the martyred remnant. These are those that died and gave their lives for their testimony of Jesus Christ. The souls of them that were killed for the word of God and for the testimony which they held. Now I think I'll just go in a peaceful way. <laughs> I think I'll just either be raptured out of here or go in a peaceful way. I don't need anybody to take my life. Now, Revelation chapter 6, verse 12. And this is the last seal. Notice what number it is. What number is it? Six. No, this is sixth seal. No, I know what you were saying, baby. But this is the sixth seal in verse 12. That's what Dr. Hancock was saying. It's in verse 12. 
You all don't get, you don't see the connection between Genesis chapter 6 and Revelation chapter 6. Oh, my Lord. What do you say, Lord? Verse 12. And I beheld when he had opened the sixth seal, and lo, there was a great, great earthquake, and the sun became black as sackcloth of hair, and the moon became as blood. Now, you know we have blood moons, right? Amen. But this one going to actually turn to blood and start dripping. Okay? I'm going to tell you why. Wait just a minute. It says, and the stars of heaven fell unto the earth, even as a fig tree casted her untimely figs when she is shaken of a mighty wind. And the heaven departed as a scroll when it is rolled together. And every mountain and island were moved out of their places. And the kings of the earth and the great men and the rich men and the chief captains and the mighty men and every bondman and every free man hid themselves in the dens and in the rocks of the mountains and said to the mountain and rocks, fall on us and hide us from the face of him that sitteth on the throne and from the wrath of the lamb. For the great day of his wrath is come and who shall be able to stand? The sixth seal is when physical changes will happen in the earth. If you remember, whenever we read the book of Acts, and it says that this is the prophet Joel's prophecy. In the last days, God going to pour out his spirit upon all flesh, and your sons and your daughters um, shall prophesy. And upon his servants and handmaids, he shall uh, uh, pour out his spirit. When you finish reading that, though, there's a part in there that says, and the sky is going to turn black as night. Let me just show you. Can we go there? I'm, I'm, we're wrapping it up. We're wrapping it up. I just want you to see this. Go to the book of Acts. I want you to see it. This is what he's talking about is this portion here. All right. Thank you, Jesus. Would you please go to the book of Acts chapter 2? Okay. And it says, I'm just going to, we're going to start reading at the 16th verse, please. He says, but this is that, Acts 2.16, but this is that which was spoken by the prophet Joel. And it shall come to pass in the last days, said God. Are we in the last days? Amen. Thank you. I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh, and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy, and your young men shall see visions, and your old men shall dream dreams. And on my servants and on my handmaidens, I will pour out in those days of my spirit, and they shall prophesy. Verse 19, and I will show wonders in heaven above and signs in the earth beneath, blood, fire, and a vapor of smoke. The sun shall be turned into darkness. Is this? Do y'all see this? And the moon into blood before that great and notable day of the Lord comes. Do y'all see this? Yes, this is now, so, so basically, when you read the Bible, like we've shared so many times, the Bible is a prophetic book. Amen. So every scripture is not going to happen right then. That scripture will, it, you know, we have blood moons now. We have days that get so dark, you can't tell whether it's day or night. But in this time, there will be physical changes to the earth that will remain. Okay, so this is what 
the book of Acts is talking about. Okay? Physical changes to the earth, earthquakes. Sun becomes black as sackcloth of hair. Moon becomes blood. Stars of heaven fall to the earth. Heaven departs as a scroll when it's rolled together. Mountain and islands are going to be moved out of their places. People are going to begin to hide themselves in dens and rocks of the mountains, saying, fall on us and hide us from the wrath of the Lamb. Well, why is it called the wrath of the Lamb? Because it's time for Jesus Christ to bring judgment on the earth. That's a lot. We used to, <laughs> used to sing a song, who shall be able to stand? But there it is in the Bible. Who shall be able to stand? This is the third six. Six, six, six. Those are your sixes, people. Genesis chapter six, Matthew 24. What is two plus four? And Revelation chapter 6. Just a reminder. I want to hurry up and get through with that back because I got movies I want y'all to see. I do with information in them. These, these are not just talking about something. I don't need a scare tactic. It's got information in it that I want you all to see. Things to help. It has the word of God in it to help enlighten us even the more. And, and you might as well get ready if you go to KSL. We, we will do funerals. We will do weddings. We will Christian babies. But we are in a transitioning period where this is going to become a place of study and where you're going to receive information to help you be successful in these last and evil days. Because I'm working on it now where we're going to tap dance maybe once a year. Y'all must don't know what the tap dancing is. I'm serious. I'm being serious. You're going to have one day where you're going to get up and you can dance and uh, what is it? Praise worship and poetry. Because this is becoming a place of education. You say education? Yeah, just like we did today. That was educational. It was information you didn't have to go look up. Now that you have it, though, you can go check it. But you have it. It's going to be youth and education. It's going to be educating the youth, educating the adults. Amen. That's if you want it. Because I'm, I'm not coming with no junk. Amen. I'm coming with the word of God. Amen. That's what I'm coming with. Thank the Lord. And you can take it home. Amen. You can share it with your friends, your family. You can share it with people you know. Amen. 2023 is the year of the finished work. It'll be completed. Transition will be complete. Amen. It'll be complete. Hallelujah. And this is what I'm going to do until Jesus comes and get me. Amen. And when I close my eyes, and you can't tell me information don't stay with you. All the years that I spent up under my bishop, that information is still in me. It's in here. It's in my spirit. So I told the Lord, I said, I got it. I get it. He said, you just put it out there. It's going to go in their spirit, and it'll be with them. Amen. It'll be with them. Amen? Amen. Amen. Give the Lord a hand praise. Amen.